Hello. I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are... I, I want to wear, wear your skin. skin! Yay. We're here. Here we are. It's our first episode in the new year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, same us. Same, same terrible us. Welcome to our podcast of shit. Here's... The uh, thing that has not changed in 2019 is that Lifetime movies are still awful. Oh, they're still bad. They're still they're still heinously bad and full of problematic shit. So I feel like we're going to just stride through this year with nothing changing. No. Though I will say, I feel like this movie was uh, really, what's the word, like aware like self-aware it was like it wasn't trying to pretend like this guy was okay or like anything that he was doing it was okay it was like this the guy is a fucking douche for sure and very problematic and like wants to make people feel bad about themselves a hundred percent so i mean that's cool i guess yeah judge for yourselves we're just here to tell you about it if you don't know kayla and i are two trash humans um with nothing to our name except for dogs yep and we watch lifetime movies that are on the lifetime movie club app which is forty dollars a year and you get a free fleece blanket or you're getting the movies for free and a forty dollar fleece blanket well however you want to view it um either way you're getting a gift (laughs) Um, but yeah, we watch movies and then we pick them apart and tell you what we didn't like about them mostly. Sometimes we sing. Oh, almost every episode. And I'm always like, this is going to be the episode where I don't sing. And it always ends up being the one that I sing. sing. So it's, I can tell you right now it's not happening because none of the songs were memorable enough for me. What was that one? Hold my hand. No. Oh, no. <laughs> God. There was, there was like a talent show uh, in the movie and it was really fucking bad. Of course there's a talent show in this movie. Um, so I think this is episode 35. Sure. Or something. I know that I should track that, but I don't. I only know because once I start labeling it when I'm saving the file, it tells me the last one that I saved, and that's how I know what oh, number we're on. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty tight. <laughs> pretty tight. Um, if you have never listened before, go back to episode one so you kind of know um, how great we've gotten. Oh, yeah. One, yeah. Into some of the shit that we reference. I mean, I don't want you to shy away from the first episode, but it is obvious that it was two trash people that have no idea what they're doing, as opposed to right I mean, now, we're like, we pretend like we know yeah. what we're doing, but we, we still don't. An ounce of knowing what we're doing. That sounds about right. I think it's not so much that we know what we're doing now, it's that we've decided what we're doing. That's totally what it is. accepted it. And just, and just really just gunned down on that. Yeah. 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 That's fine. Anyway. Uh, but our babe score this week, which as we watched the movie, we had three downloads, so it went up. Oh, goodness. Up. Yeah, I know. Isn't that wild? What up? So we're at 2,952. Holy shit. We are so close to 3,000 downloads. We are so close to 3,000 babes. Oh, my God. That's fucking And I'm pretty nuts. sure that's how you get into heaven. That is. So. Yeah. We are 7,448 away from. Bigger than Bieber. Be- bigger than Bieber. Um, so if y'all could just, like, tell all your friends about us. Yeah, tell all your friends. Be like, these two people are better than Bieber, and you should download their shit. Speaking of people that we don't need to tell because they already know and they're already fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, 
One, we love the bad copy. Yes, we do. So we want to shout them out because they're the best place for punk news, punk fun stuff, interviews, podcasts, photos, festivals, hot artists. dogs. I don't know, you know, like cool shit. Yeah. Um, they feature us on their site and we also just love them as humans. Yeah, which and... is definitely the coolest thing yeah. ever that they decided that they wanted us on it. Yeah. I mean, obviously we are two aging punks who for some reason want to watch Lifetime and talk about it. Um, to be fair, you never said that you wanted to watch Lifetime. I kind of that is roped you into it. That is the reality, but you know, we just we just paint a different picture. Yeah. I'm here now. I'm still here. If I didn't like it, I would have left. That's so. true. <laughs> um. So anyway, check them out, and then also our Patreon. So we first want to shout out our babes on our Patreon because we love you so much. Uh, shout out to Amanda. We love you a whole ton. Boot Century, you are incredible. Brian, you're pretty swell. Derek, you're an all-star. Karen, we love you. Cass, you're our demon, demon blood queen. You're just our demon. <laughs> you're, just our, you're just our demon. <laughs> Leslie, oh gosh, we love you. And Tony, you are a gem. I'm glad you could read my handwriting. Oh, yeah, your handwriting is legible. Mine is, um... I, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I don't, yeah. um, but speaking of our Patreon, so we do have a Patreon. Uh, if you're listening and you're like, gosh, I'd like more of this in a different form, um, you can. And we've just revised our Patreon. And for the next two weeks, so until, I forget what date, January 17th or something yeah. like that. Until that date, so if you're listening within that time frame, if you up your level more than our $2 level, you will be the first to receive a shirt. Yes. A, and I want to wear your skin t-shirt. Because so that is coming. It's coming. We have already paid for the design. It is on the way. Um, I don't have a date for when those shirts will be done, but when they are, as long as you have, again, before this the 17th of January 2019, if you've upped to anything above the $2 level, you will get a t-shirt. And then after that point, if you're at the $15 level or above, you will get a t-shirt as well. Um, and then I'm sure we'll have some way for anyone who just wants to buy a shirt or a tote bag or a tank top. Uh, we'll have a way for you to do that, but for sure, that's in the future. For now, you can um, the benefits go. You can be a part of our Facebook group where we go live while we watch the movies. Um, and then the next level is you get extra episodes. So we actually are planning next week to watch an extra movie and then have an extra episode for our five dollar and up Patreon subscribers. Um, at the next level, you get to choose a movie for us to watch. So yeah. whether that's a lifetime or, um, an extra movie that we'll do an episode on. Eat, pray, love, Marley and me. Please don't fucking suggest that. Kayla. <laughs> no. <laughs> damn it. But for seven dollars, you could. For seven dollars, you could. I mean, that's a fucking steal. I mean, I'd watch me cry through both movies with anger and rage. And then watch me just straight face be like, meh. Yeah, meh. Uh, the next level, you get a t-shirt. And then the final level, which is the best level, you get access to Kayla's homemade, uh, make spaghetti with your Fetty video. Yeah. I mean, if you're, I don't want to call myself a guru because that just feels 
a touch narcissistic. But, like, be who you are. Yeah, but, like, I just feel like if you're searching for that thing in your life to really help you become a better person in 2019... Spaghetti uh, with your feet. Then my tutorial on how to make a delicious dinner for two <laughs> with your feet is what you're looking for. So sign on up. Throw me that 20. If y'all keep throwing me 20s, I'll make more foot spaghetti tutorial videos on yeah. how to improve your life. So, so as of right now, there's only two babes that have seen this video. And they are different human beings. They are. They're yeah. not even us. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So if you want to be one of the babes that get to see that video, mm -hmm. she'll make another one. Listen, this is literally like the best video I've ever seen. And I recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was laughing behind the camera because I couldn't was, handle it. It was also um, difficult, but I suffer for my art. Yeah, and yeah. my my dog cried the whole time, <laughs> start uh. to finish, three and a half minutes. There's a dog barking in the background. Yeah, that sounds about right. But I mean, that sounds like our podcast, doesn't it? Basically, not? I mean, yeah. radar's snoring next to the mic oh. right now, but at least he's snoring and not barking. Right. Anyway, so, uh, we have, I have two dogs, and we record at my house, and Kayla now has a dog that comes and hangs out, um, so, there's a lot of farting, and borking, mm. and... And sighing, and then, like, us, like, in the middle of saying something, having hey. to, like, tell a command, <laughs> yeah. or whistle, so, you know, for all those audiophiles out there that really just, like, feel the need to, like, be masturbatory over, uh, sound quality levels, this Bye. is not for you, and goodbye, and have a great <laughs> yeah. fucking day. Watch your own um, Lifetime movies. Right? Watch your own Lifetime movies, make your own podcast, and jerk off elsewhere. Have uh, fun. Just not for you. We don't edit this. No, we don't. Sometimes I no. want to, because I'll say something and be like, ooh, maybe not, yeah, but here but we are. Here we are. 35 episodes in. Yep. Unedited. Un unedited content. Um, so, <laughs> on that note, let's not edit whatever we're going to say next. Because we are going to talk to you oh, about Deadly Spa. Also known as Zephyr Springs. Ah, oh, fuck it. Deadly Spa. Deadly Spa. It's just it's oh, really wait. hard for Kayla. me. Kayla. Oh, yeah. What are you drinking? Oh, shit. Thanks, Jill. Today, <laughs> I am drinking an expired oh, God. Diet Mountain Dew from December 17th, 2018. Do you think we could get sponsored by exclusively expired Diet Mountain Dew? I, I would hope so, because the, the rip-off 7-Eleven called 24-7 next to my house <laughs> uh, only sells expired food and beverages, and I only shop there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, hey, Diet Mountain Dew, if you're looking to do something with your expired beverages, I am that something. Do me. <laughs> Mountain Dew me. Oh! <laughs> oh, I hate Not myself. Not editing that out. God, I hate myself. Uh, -uh. Uh, but Jill, what are you drinking today? I have chosen an Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale because it's January. Yeah, girl, get seasonal. And I got a six-pack of these in October and drank one. That sounds so, about right. So now I have another one. I mean, theoretically, you're drinking an expired beverage as well, because it is no longer pumpkin season. I know. I was trying to see, because, I mean, it has, like, real pumpkin in it. Oh, I'm and sure I feel... that thing's fine for years. No, I know, but I feel like it would expire at some point, but there's no date on it, so... Hmm. Well, you know. Pray for me, everyone. Yeah. All right, Lots anyway, Deadly Spa, Zephyr Springs. Deadly Spa, a.k.a. Zephyr Springs in some parts, probably Canada. Made in 2013. 
And um, I maybe got the, just the tone of Zephyr Springs is like, actually, this is about us. Yeah, <laughs> excuse you, we're gonna own this. So I got the synopsis this week, and it is when Don and Kyla, but spelled Kayla, but pronounced Dude, what the Kyla, fuck? reunite for a mother daughter weekend at a popular spa resort. They find themselves fighting for their lives as they discover the visiting guru has turned the resort into a cult nightmare. That's kind of accurate, but one, I don't think it was a reunion between the two of them, was it? No, it wasn't really a reunion, and two, it wasn't a visiting guru. I was going to say, he yeah, stayed there. The, he lives there. He ran that. So, so once again, we never get accurate synopsis. That's fine. We just roll with the cards that were dealt. Also, if you hear any guitar in the background, that's God playing downstairs. Mm-hmm. So He was here watching the movie, so if you're in our Patreon level, you can yeah. uh, hear his commentary and him, f- us having us force feed him peanut M&M's. Yeah. Oh. So that's another reason to sign up for our Patreon. And that's only at the $2 level. Like, Oh, yeah. That's cheap. That's a cheap entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's how much I paid for this expired diet Mountain Dew. Oh, that's so, too much for that. I know. That's too I much. don't want to talk about my finances, so, but it's mine. <laughs> if it's you want to make choices. a better decision than Kayla <laughs> made. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so it stars Amy Peets, who plays Dawn, the mom, who you may know from Caroline in the City. Or show. If you are not into 90s sitcom drama, you would know her as Lieutenant Rhodes on Star Trek The Next Generation. Nerd. Um, And by the way, she still looks banging. She looks the same. Oh my god, yeah. She looks like she's in her early 30s and she's definitely in her 40s. She looks exactly like she looked on Caroline in the City. Yeah, she looks incredible. Except she's wearing a weird fucking bucket hat, but whatever. (laughs) Then we've got... Johnny Whitworth, who plays David, who was AJ in Empire Records. And he does not look the same. He does look like a creepy guru in this movie. I would say, you know, like uh, like a silver fox, uh, but he doesn't look like AJ. Like, I didn't recognize him. But, I mean, to be fair, like, he was like a grunge kid in high school in Empire Records. So, I mean, whatever. And then we've got Tracy Faraway, who played Kyla, which whenever I read how I wrote her name, I cannot not say Kayla. Yeah, because it's, fucking... it's spelled oh, Kayla. God. And that they even make that a thing in the movie, is yeah. that like someone's like, oh, hi, are you Kayla? She's like, it's pronounced Kyla, like all defensively. Like it's, like it's spelled Kyla, but people are forcing Kayla on her? No. Ugh. Anyway, she's not been in anything, so whatever. No. Uh, we did look at her Instagram, though, and she is a emo teen queen dream. Yes. Now, today. Um, and this still isn't anything of note, but I do always try and reference sci-fi and horror stuff when I can, because that's my that's my true love. She was in Hellraiser Re- Revelations, uh, arguably the worst Hellraiser uh, so not a good movie, but still gotta, gotta call it I up. appreciate that not only do you hate Lifetime movies and not want to watch them, but you somehow bring it back to things that you do love because you're finding the silver lining in all of this. That or I am intensely selfish. Your choice. Your it choice. It could, I, I choose both. You know, you just gotta make the world what you want it to be. You know, if you just, if you're looking for freedom, just travel the path. 
as we were watching this movie, I was like, gurus have to have taken, like, improv classes, right? Because, like, oh anything someone says, they're like, I've got a quote for that. Like, excuse me, I have a fortune cookie. It's specifically for this situation. You're going to find money tomorrow. Oh, my God. That's it. All right. So... It's another one of those fucking movies that starts at the end, so you're like, oh, how are they gonna get there? And, like, guess what? I don't fucking care, actually. Like, no. we're slogging through all of this, so don't make me watch the same scene twice. And now, it honestly, it at first, I was fine with the trope, it's cool, but now, because Lifetime movies are so shallow, and there isn't like anything new or original to them showing us the ending really does spoil the it fucking movie fucking for us spoils it. like if this was an excellent movie showing us the ending and then it was a complicated drama if this was memento or, you know okay sure but, but it's not like lifetime has to fucking break away from this because they are not bringing anything new to the table and then they're ruining the entire movie by showing you the end i think i honestly prefer the movies where there's no resolution to seeing the ending twice oh yeah yeah no because it's I get like it. this is too much resolution i don't need right? it right I don't, we don't know. Two ends. Oh, and the third We've dog. We've got three puppies. The third dog decided to make an appearance. <gasps> yes. No, don't step on your brother, please. Oh, but he's The comfy. things that you say to dogs are things I never thought I'd say out loud. Oh, yeah. I uh, I took Ridley to the Kraken, um, our home bar in the U District, that just opened up an arcade, by the way. So if you like pinball, they have eight pinball machines in there. It's okay. fucking sick. Um, but I took Ridley out to the show to meet everyone, and <laughs> I kept referencing to myself oh, uh, in front of everyone as Mommy. Like, come yeah. here, Mommy. I'm Mommy. Um, that is so embarrassing and oh, so terrible. Uh, I've never even called my own mother Mommy, but I'm now Mommy. So that sucked. But I guess here we are now. You are not defined by the title Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me spit out this Mountain Dew. I paid a good two fifty for it. You said it was two dollars. Two fifty, and I'm a liar. Kayla. And I'm a liar. Jesus so. Christ! Well, if oh. you were looking for truth or logic, this is not the fucking podcast no, for you. Bye bye. So the, anyway, <laughs> the ending that they show us is um, like this punky emo skater teen dude. Uh, cruising around in his car. Listening to Good Charlotte or something. Like, having a good time. He's on his phone with his mom, who's telling him to come home. But he's he, mommy. He's his mommy. <laughs> but he loses reception on his phone right as Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> that legit. Who fucking pops out of the side of the road. It's, with, it's just this teenage girl with a fucking bow and arrow. And she's and like, oh, hi! It is. Uh, the bow is... As big as her body, too. So, like, it... It really is huge. Yeah, it's it's gigantic. Maybe that's normal, but I've never... <coughs> I don't know. Uh, and as this is happening, and it's, like, an intense moment, uh, my dog pulled the plug from the TV. So, yes. really ruined the moment. I guess there was a little bit of suspense that we had there. Uh, that was taken away from us. So, all we got to see was him helping this lady uh, who's in distress and asking for help. Uh, and he puts her in his car and starts driving off right as a creepy van pulls around the bend and she's like, oh, it's them, it's them, R like, go drive. And as they're driving, the van... Well, he's like, 
He doesn't even, he's like, okay. Oh, yeah, he's not asking any questions, like, this, are this you injured? Got a bow and arrow, so. Where'd you come from? Like, are you in trouble? Um, so the van makes the car crash, and, uh, the kid is knocked unconscious, and we see, uh, this girl being pulled out of the car by a faceless gentleman, and that's it. And here we are. Here we are. Mother and daughter are taking yoga. The daughter is not good at yoga. No. And um, I feel that. Which, yeah, is super fine. Uh, but she's just, like, falling and, like, struggling, which is relatable. But also, they're, like, do, at a, in a yoga class. And she's like, so, Mom, like, what are we going to do this summer? And just, it's like, you're, what the fuck are shut you up. doing? Shut up. Like, save this for after. Just shut the fuck up. She can't, though. Um, so then they're, like, talking outside of yoga, and they reference her dad, and her mom's like, you never talked to your dad. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Fuck dad. Um, and then for no reason, really, she's like, her mom, like, gets an email or something from work, and her daughter's like, you need a fucking vacation. And it's like, all right, like, chill out, man. Okay. And in, in the lobby of this yoga studio is a big banner uh, with the symbol of an archer uh, on it. Wow. <coughs> wow. Way to bring it back um, to the ending in the beginning. And it is a spa resort. And her daughter's just like, man, this looks incredible. This is what you need. You need to go there and relax and unwind. And her mom's just like... And <coughs> in, in true Lifetime fashion... Basically, she's like, you need a vacation. Oh, wow, look, there's a place. Why don't we fucking go there? Magical and vacation. And she looks on the internet, and they are there, like, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, because the stipulation was, I'll go if you'll come with me because you're on break from college right now, and I have a few vacation days, so you gotta come with. And to which her daughter has a little bit of resistance, which is like, your mom's taking you to a resort. Yeah, I get like, it, though. Like, on break from college, she probably wants to party with her old high school friends and shit. You she know? didn't seem like she wanted to party with mm. anyone. I don't know. All right, whatever. She's... I'm trying to make excuses for my namesake, but I cannot. Well, you can't because she's not pronounced Kayla. I know. She's pronounced it's Kyla, so which is upsetting. an abomination. It's so fucking upsetting. She I... also, the daughter at one point says, Mom, freedom isn't free. Ugh. Ugh. So they go to this place called The Source... I mean, why? Because it's the source of all happiness Good and inner peace. God. They take a van, and, like, as they're in the van, the daughter turns up the music, and the mom's like, that's too loud, Kyla. And then she's like, is there anything else that doesn't suck? And the dude is, like, changing the stations, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoops, we're in a no-service zone. <laughs> and they're like... Oh, you don't get any self-service out here? He's like, nope, this deep into the canyon, the source doesn't have, like, Wi-Fi or cell service, so it's pretty quiet. And this guy, his name is Brett, by the way. Um, the the mom's name is Dawn. I, I know that we've yeah. referenced Kyla before. Um, but Brett and Kyla kind of flirtily hit it off, and uh, he drops them off at the resort and spa, and it is a five-star, gorgeous, luxe, 
lifetime mix spa. Like it is. I couldn't. Just insane. So we looked into it. It's a real place, and you can actually stay there. Uh, I really want to stay in the fucking presidential suite. It's got four bedrooms and five luxurious baths. Yeah, who did you say was famous that stayed there? Lucille Ball and and uh, oh Desi Arnaz. Desi Arnaz. Shit, yeah. I know. They uh, stay in the fucking presidential suite at this place. Like, and fuck yeah. How many bedrooms did you say? Four. Four bedrooms and five bathrooms. And a thousand square foot entertaining space. Fucking nuts. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm, d- like, ready. Yeah, let's so go So if y'all our could join budget. our Patreon so that we could go, that would be tight. Yeah, fu- fuck your merch. We're taking a vacation. All right. So, um, then they're there, and they meet David. David James. Ooh. Because he's a fucking serial killer. Duh. Um. And he, you know, gives them this whole spiel about, like, welcome to the best decision of your life. Oh, my God. And he's like, you have to use pain and pleasure instead of letting them control you. All this bullshit, like, you're in control of your situation, which, like, I mean, like, sure, to an extent, but then there's things that are outside of your control, and it's a real fucking white savior complex that's like, you got this. Yeah, like, it's definitely a pull yourself up by your bootstraps, Mm -hmm. and also say namaste when you leave a room. Say namaste all the time. Oh, yeah, good morning, namaste, I'm hungry, namaste. Oh, you know, like, my massage is great, namaste. You're a white dude, like, you've got so much privilege, which is whatever, but, like, you can't just say that you can use pain and pleasure, like, control them instead of them control, anyway, whatever, we'll get into it. He's just a guru in a suit, (sighs) truly, Uh, truly, just a bullshit guru. So, David is in charge of giving the newcomers a tour of the spa, um, and he is instantly fixated on Dawn, the mom, and she's just like, oh, like, hi, like, obviously a little (laughs) perturbed that just a man is staring lasers into her, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you just look so much like my mother, and she's instantly like, (coughs) uh, cool, like, that's kind of not a great compliment and he's like no when she was beautiful and young and it was just like very awkward but of course don finds it super flattering because i guess oh, she finds greasy david to be uh, you know handsome or whatever i mean he is good looking but he's a fucking skis ball mm. so whatever but he's like yeah there's no cell phones no internet no anything we do have one landline in my office in case you need to use it mm-hmm. um and then we go into his office and we see a picture of basically dawn yeah which is apparently his mom when she was young and beautiful, which, I, not that it's weird or that you wouldn't do this, but, like, I wouldn't think to have a picture of my mom when she was younger. I would think to have a picture of my mom, like, now in my room. Like, again, it's not, like, that weird, but I just, I don't know, I, like... I wouldn't think to get a younger photo of, like, a child, like, when I wouldn't even have known her. like, it kind of makes more sense to have, like, photos of your family, like, as, as you, you remember them, them. Yeah. Uh, especially if that's your I mean, I guess if he never photo. knew her, but he did. He, like, says that he yeah. did know her, so. Yeah, but, I, I mean, know. that's not explained. He just has a fucking Oedipus complex. He, yes, he does. And he also has this poster on the wall. Oh, my God. That says, Become Truth. However, for God knows why, Become 
isn't on the same line and they had to put a fucking hyphen. Yeah. Like, why not just make it fit? <gasps> you, no, I get it now. Because that's be truth, come truth. Come. Get it? Come. Like, come. Be, come. like it, it's a guru-y fucking bullshit poster is what it is. Like, be the truth. Come into truth, you know? So, like, become is supposed to have those two meanings. I don't want it to. I mean, there it is. I don't There's want it There's every, like, white person no, self-help no, no, guidebook. No, no, no. Here's what's happening right now, Kayla, is you're getting manipulated. Oh, that's what it is. You're in too deep. Yes, I am in, in too deep. <laughs> I am 35 fucking episodes in too deep. This I have is what manipulated happens. you. My mind is no longer guru. my own. Okay, anyway. But I fucking hated it. Um... Over and over, this is, at this point in the movie, it's been five minutes, and Kyla more than once has said she has hella drama in her life. Yeah. Never explained. And also that she wants it gone. Like, God, there's just so much drama in my I don't need right any now. more drama. Like, oh my God, the drama. And it's like, you fucking know, every, everyone has people like this in their life at yeah. some point. You fucking know that the person that says, oh, I have so much drama, or oh God, I hate drama... Those are the fucking bitches that love drama the most. And I'm not saying bitches to talk about women. Men, too. I have met so many fucking drama queens that identified as dudes that I just... Yeah, you know those fucking people. Yeah. She's one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, I have too much drama in my life. I'm like, "Mm, why, Kyla? So the mom is just really, like... Her mom, who didn't want to come on this vacation is actually the one who gets balls deep up in this, like, real quick. I mean, but to be fair, this is an insane fucking resort. I have to say, I was listening to another podcast the other day called Two Girls, One Ghost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, they talk about ghost stories. Uh, But they were doing, like, reader submissions, and Mm -hmm. they got one from someone who also has a podcast, and I don't know what it's about, but she just said it's called Balls Deep. So I was like, into it. Into it. So I just want to shout those out because I really like the titles. <laughs> and I love ghost stories. And I don't know what Balls Deep is about, but I'm fucking into it. We're, we're into it. Find them. Subscribe to them. I hope that it's not like a racist podcast. Oh, God. I would assume not, but it could be. I'm going to find out. Um, so this fucking resort is incredible. Like, we're it's talking beautiful. like deluxe pedicure and manicure centers, like heated stone massage, swimming grottos, uh, steam rooms, yoga retreats, archery, just the whole nine yards. Um, so the mom is actually the one who's really just like pushing her daughter to be like, let that shit go. Let the drama go. Let college stress go. Like, just enjoy being on this vacation. We don't get a lot of time together. Let's just, like, really enjoy ourselves. Um, So, as, like, Kyla is kind of relaxing into this uh, vacation, uh, her and her mom leave the steam room. And uh, she's just like, oh, I I forgot something in my locker. You go on ahead. I'll be into the room. And... She goes behind one of the many, because every room has, like, beautiful luxe white linen curtains instead of doors because, you know, self-help people don't believe in doors because doors block your energy or some bullshit. Um, She discovers one of David's gurus named Siddhartha holding uh, a man... Oh, my God. A bad fart? Mm Mm-hmm. Holding a man hostage 
and while David's in front of him, uh, threatening him, um, and telling him like, oh, you know, trust takes a lifetime to build and you've just thrown it all away. He's, he says trust takes a lifetime to build and a second to lose it. Whew. It's bad, right? Yeah, it's yeah. real bad. So, uh, <laughs> Kyla doesn't see any violence other than a man struggling in the arms of the Siddhartha guy, who I keep on referring to as a guru robot, because he is, he is a lifeless, emotionless person. His song was, like, fucking monotone. Oh, we will get to the talent show. <laughs> um, so, Kyla, for some reason, though, is filled with so much terror that she has to run off, like, <laughs> like... In tears, yeah, to to go and hide, but she makes so much noise. Well, and on top of that, where she goes to hide is in the sauna. Yeah, why would you lock what? yourself in a hot box? Yeah, like it with no way out. Why? So that's not what you. She's fucking. She's a classic fucking white girl that runs up the fucking stairs instead of outside. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> we really need to change the, oh the dynamic God. of what to do when we're scared. So David, obviously hearing a woman scream, run, and slam a door behind her, <laughs> don't uh, find me in the sauna. Don't find me. Knows that she's in the sauna and uh, puts like a a broomstick up against it so she can't get out. <laughs> It is a broomstick, but I don't know why. It was just no, funny it's to just because <laughs> he's a fucking witch. Because he's a fucking witch. Well, warlock. So she's in the sauna having a meltdown. She waits what she thinks is a good enough amount of time. Thirty seconds. Uh, which is not a good enough amount of time, by the way, to wait to see the bad guys gone and realize that she can't get the fuck out of the steam room. Uh, so then she starts to panic more. But somehow, it's a glass door. Let's it, just it's say a that. Full, you can break the glass door. She's also pulling it in when it's clearly an outdoor. Oh, God. So literally all it takes is her jostling the door like two times and the broomstick falls because this isn't a lock. But let's also say, yeah, it was literally the broom was just like pressed up against the yeah, door. This wasn't like a crazy also, cool thing. Also, the room, like by the time that she broke out was at 197 degrees Which, Fahrenheit. What did that make someone pass There's out? There's no way she was a lot, like, like, what are your blood boil? Isn't this the same as like when they put the fucking venom on the fucking steering, steering wheel, wheel and he touched it and was like, I'm dead. See, I, I feel like it is, but I mean... I mean, I'm no scientist. There is probably someone out there who's just like, yeah, no, guys, that's fine. But yeah. you shut email the fuck us. up. No, email us. I want to know. No, you shut the fuck up. I want to be right. I'd rather... I'll read the email. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. Um, I want to wear your skin at yahoo.com. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then, so then she goes back to the room and she like tells her mom and her mom's like freaked out. And then David shows up because he's like, I am so sorry that guy is an employee. He is fired now. Which, like, I don't even know how he knew about her experience or about anything like that. Like, like because there's no phones in the room, they can't call anyone. So, like, I don't know how they alerted the staff that she had this experience. Anyways, continue. No, he's yeah. he goes to the room because he saw her, clearly, and he says that the dude that he was threatening was an employee. Mm, okay. And so he's like, this dude has been, uh, he's, he stole from, like, it was a theft situation. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking to him about that. I know, you're so cute. Um, Not I'm talking me. to Caleb. Yeah, the, the um, dog. The dog. And he's been fired, and I'm really sorry that you had to see that. I just needed to be, like, 
whatever. And he's like, and also it's really not okay that that happened with the sauna, <laughs> but that's literally all he says. And then he's like, how about I comp you an extra day? Because you know what? You know, when I get stuck in a place, you know yeah. what I want? To stay. To stay longer. I'd like to stay longer. In that place. I don't, I don't want to leave. Yeah, why leave? Literally no reason. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I would like to reason. stay. This is comfortable. I feel good. <clears throat> I feel... I live here now. Uh, this is freedom. <clears throat> so they're like, great. Thanks so much. Perfect. That solves all of our problems. Um, so the next day, there is uh, a, a morning hike. And Which David takes in khakis and a sweater. I honestly, when I was looking at it, I think they might have even been white jeans and not even khakis. Honestly, yeah. Which I think is even more uncomfortable. Uh, so he is, yeah, like wearing dockers and (laughs) like not hiking shoes and And a warm sweater. Yeah. And Kyla is literally flailing up this hill. (laughs) Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not a hiker, but she is complaining so much about not a very large hill. She's like, God, like, why are we doing this? And he's like, because to get to the beautiful sunrise, and also here is a Martha Stewart breakfast laid out on the largest dining room table you've ever seen. If, if anyone, if anyone has watched The Real Housewives of New Jersey, it's it literally looks like the scene where they're all like out in Italy eating this huge fucking meal in the woods, and Joe goes to talk to his fucking quote unquote mistress on the phone, calling his wife a bitch. So if you know that scene, <laughs> it's you, like that. If you're very familiar with that, it's a very, scene. it's an infamous scene. <laughs> Joe outs himself, but no one ever addressed anyway. Okay. Oh I, my we get into goodness. this for days, but anyway, it looks like that. And she's like, fine, I guess I'll eat some food. Yeah, but she's like, oh, I hope there's bacon. And some fucking guru bitch, one of David's ladies, goes, uh, no, there's only superfoods here, so here's some tofurkey. Which, Which, okay. Tofurkey's not a fucking superfood, man. No. You can't say. I'm, like, it's fine if you're eating tofurkey. I'm not talking shit about tofurkey, but it's not a fucking superfood. But. And, I mean, superfood itself is such like, bullshit, th- that, but whatever. That is, like, a mysticism around food oh and, like, God. the whole, like, health cult culture. Food is good and bad. Like, it's not, like, food yeah, is fucking like, neutral. Just eat it. No, but there's super good food, don't you know? Uh, like, shut the fuck up. Like, again, it's fine if you're making decisions on what you're eating. Like, if yes. you don't eat meat, chill. Like, cool. whatever. But don't pretend, like, it's a superfood versus a shit food. Like... I don't know. Get over it. Yeah. Like, don't be elitist about your fucking food. Yeah. And and that's something, it's January, so we are literally in the thick of elitism with health and diet and food and exercise, and it's just so much bullshit. There's no bad food. No. Make decisions that are right for your body, that feel good for you. If you're, it is, let's just, it is Capricorn season, so it's super fair that, like, you would be feeling... Like, I want to start new habits. And, like, that's mm-hmm. totally fine. You can do yeah. that any time in the year. And if now is the time, totally cool. Like, I've been doing yoga. Mm-hmm. And it's been feeling good. My shoulder fucking hurts all the time. But don't... You don't need to make it this, like, well, I gotta fucking lose... I can't even say it. I just fucking hate it. Just, like, no, don't yeah. use that as an excuse to be oppressive. Mm-hmm. And also, like, really challenge your concepts in terms of, like making food bad and good, 
Um, and the kind of cultural and like social hierarchies that come with food, like, like, oh, I only eat organic. It's like, who can afford to only eat organic? Like, think about like the classism, think about like, think about all the different things that are interlaced with like diet culture and food culture. Well, and also I was reading this article the other day about veganism and how like a lot of modern ideas in the U.S. about veganism are kind of oppressive towards these, like, natural vegan diets in other countries because it's like, well, you have to have this, like, tofurkey or whatever, and it's like, there's plenty of cultures that have been eating this way, like, forever, and we're acting like this is some sort of, like, new superfood when it's Mm -hmm. not. It's just, like, you've not heard of it before. Yeah. Which isn't to say anything about veganism, but just to say that, like, we have this idea of, like, this new food that's, like, so great, and it's, like, great, it's new to you, but, like, can we not have these food trends? Like, food has been around for fucking ever. Just, like, it's cool that you found something new and, like, eat it, but it's this idea of things being so fucking surprising to people because they've never yeah. heard of it. Like, no, wow! It's, it's like, oh, we finally appropriated it, so now exactly. it's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Watch that shit. Like, be, like, I'm just not... Just be aware of how yeah. you're talking about that. I'm not, I'm not asking you to feel the same way that I do. I'm just asking you to question those kind of, like, things that we now consider social norms. Like, right. like why is January Diet Month? Why? Like, just, right. you know, that that's... Why is any Yeah, be critical. Month? Be critical about, about what you consume in terms of, like, what the world tells you about weight and food and health. Question diet culture constantly because, one... Weight does not equate to health. Nope. Two, health is not a moral imperative. Nope. Like, you don't gain worthiness because you're quote-unquote healthy, which isn't even a term that really means anything. Like, literally, Mm -mm. even the definition doesn't, cannot be agreed upon by people because everyone has their own version of what health, quote-unquote, is. Exactly. So, just fight me about it. I don't give a fuck. No. Fuck diet culture. Fuck diet culture. Okay, so, anyway. There's no fucking bacon at this breakfast. <laughs> that sucks. Everyone's Sorry bummed about out. It. Um, but her mom is, like, with, as each day goes, her mom is sinking more and more into, like, She's getting balls. Oh, this is great. So, while Kyla's at the breakfast, though, she uh, pulled aside Brett, the, the guy who originally drove her and her mom uh, to the... To the, to the spa, and it's like, hey, I, I heard about that employee who is stealing and that he got fired. Like, that's crazy. And Brett's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She, so she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's a big red flag there. Um, then they do this archery of your goals which activity did not make any fucking sense i think they like wrote their goals down and put it on the arrows yeah and then shot that but like if you don't make the goal like if you if you don't hit the target then does the goal go do you not get to but there was no target the tree yeah, but like but like anywhere a target what like, should it shouldn't you put your goal on the target and then shoot the arrow. And then it. shoot the arrow into the. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like to have it on the arrow is yeah. like where's your goal gonna land on the ground? Yeah. What it so it sta- it stays so you shoot your goal, and, and it you either make it or you don't. Okay. 
All right. Now I know. Now, now I know what? that that goal isn't worthwhile. It's like a magic eight ball. Yeah. Now I know this very useless exercise. Thank you. But anyway, uh, they talk about their goals. <laughs> they talk about their goals, and Don is like, "Well, I've always wanted to be a dancer." And David's like, "It like literally like into her mouth." Yeah. Is like, "Well, why aren't you?" And she's like, "Well," and you know what she wants to say is, "I had a kid." Yeah. And she's like, "You know, life." And he's like, "It looks like you are a dancer." Oh God. And then he moves down the row to this, like, middle-aged yuppie guy who's on vacation with his wife. And he's like, what did you want to be, Al? And he's like, oh, I wanted to be a rock star. It's pretty embarrassing. Oh, right. But, you know, yeah, I always want to be a rock star. He's like, well, then, you are a rock star. And he turns to because Kyla. that's how life works, y'all. Yeah, that, that's just, uh, envision it, be it, I dream it, live it. I am a dragon. Uh, you are. Yeah, yes, sorry, Bob. Here's how the, fun. My friend Jill the Dragon. That's me. That's you. Uh, so he turns to Kyla, and Kyla, and he is fucking in her mouth. In her Literally, mouth, like just like, what about you, Kyla? What did you want to be? Which is insane because Kyla is a child. Like, I know he's like, what? What did you want to be when you grow up? And she's like, I'm 19. Yeah. <laughs> And Kyla, uh, one, doesn't like a man in her face uh, talking down to her. So she goes, uh, uh, well, I guess a motivational speaker. And everyone laughs. So good. But David is not fucking into it. And no. so then he is now inside her mouth yeah. with his mouth. And he's like, get rid of that fucking sarcasm. Yeah, Kyla, just stop using sarcasm as a defense and tell me what you really want to be. And so, like, Kyla's now, like, a little embarrassed, uh, and, uh, she writes down what she wants to be and wraps it around her arrow. Does she say it? it? I don't remember what it is. She doesn't say it. So, the exercise is over after everyone shoots, and, uh, David goes and picks up Kyla's arrow and unwraps her wish, and it says, which just makes my fucking heart hurt so much, Kyla wrote that what she wanted to be when she grew up was beautiful. Oh, I literally didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes so much more sense for the rest of the movie. It does. Um, then they go to this talent show. Oh, my God. And the guy that wanted to be a rock star becomes a rock star. And he, here, he, he brings his wife up on stage who has a tambourine. And he's like, baby, this song's for you. And it's like, she's up there performing yeah. with you. The song's like, for you and I'm making you perform it in front of all these people. Um, and then because 99% of the audience is white, they're all offbeat. Yes. Oh, everyone is clapping the whole time and no one no one's is together. clapping together. No. And the problem is, is that like, maybe you could pretend that you didn't see it if every scene didn't have 20 people clapping in it. It's... You can't avoid it. So it's bad. all you see. Ugh. Um, it's it's just I just wrote literally the worst music. It's fucking awful. Um, and then David and Dawn are like flirting with each other, and she's just like, I just need to find myself because that's like this illusion that we're given by gurus. That's like you just need to find yourself. Like you haven't discovered the true you and uh, like I'm all for self-actualization sure. and like you know self-development and sure. like 
getting quote unquote whatever better is in your mind. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But the idea that you're inherently not there. Yeah. Or that you'll you won't get there or that like you're not worth anything until you realize yourself is bullshit. Yeah. Like, and well just that whole misconception that like you don't know yourself. Right. And you have to go find yourself. Right. And whoever that that person is that you have to find, it has to be better than what you are right now. Which is right now, so fucked up. I know we call ourselves trash humans. Yeah. But we're great. Oh, what? We are. No. Kaylee, you just have to say it. Say it. No. Kayla, say it. No. Say it. I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. Say it again. I'm great. <laughs> I'm so great. Uh, no, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, but just like. It's just. Like, uh, I, I d- not to be like all like it into the self-talk, but, like, I do think it's important to, um, have a little bit of, like, self-analysis with yourself. Oh, a lot of it, yeah. Like, it, I definitely think that, like, one, you should try and know who you are if that is something that you're struggling with, but guess what? You don't have to go out and find it. Discover yourself in your body. Like, you're... You don't have to work towards this mountaintop person of like, oh, here I am, shitbag Kayla. But you know what's a better Kayla? Kayla up on that mountaintop. And I just have to become a totally different person to become my true self. Yeah. Like, that, uh, if if that is the kind of mantra that's being fed to you, that shit's fucked up. Like, question the fuck out of that. It's great to have goals. It's great to set big goals. It's great to try something, like, way outside of yourself. Yes. But the idea that that is needed in order for you to be a worthwhile human being is bullshit. Yeah, because that that is something that they do, is that, like, oh, if you're, if you're comfortable, then you're not, you're not discovering your true self. So, like, this is what people do, is that they try and then make you do things that you are not comfortable right. with. Outside of personal boundaries that you have set right. for yourself, uh, to then do inappropriate behavior. And on top of that, like I think there is, I mean, obviously, like we do need to get uncomfortable to an extent in sure. order to better society. Like especially as white people, like we really need to get uncomfortable with our own racism. Yes. Um, and I say that one because it's true, and two because like the idea that this white guru dude is being is like you just need to find yourself is like what the fuck are you doing man like you're appropriating helicultures you're not trying to better society really at all you're just trying to manipulate mm-hmm. and like there's no actual uh self analysis that i'm seeing from him like no. it's just this illusion and so it's like yeah, we need to get uncomfortable, but for the betterment of society, not because, like, we're inherently not enough right now. Yeah. It's just... Anyway. It's just bullshit. This is gonna be a long episode because a lot... It's just... The movie was so infuriating. But it was infuriating for the right reasons. Like, yes. They, again, they didn't portray this as, like, he's a good person. No. Or... At, yeah. At, at no point as you as the viewer felt like you were betrayed by David. Like, no. you knew that he was bad. The yeah. movie didn't try and paint him as good. Which is what I appreciated. It was a pretty, like, realistic movie. Yeah. In that respect. Um, so... Then there's a scene where he threatens Brett. Yes. Yes, he threatens Brett because he sees Brett and Kyla talking. 
and he knows that Kyla isn't fully on board. When and Brett, like, puts something in his pocket that he wants to show Kyla, he's like, yeah. listen, you can't tell anybody, but then David walks up, and he's like, what the fuck's in your pocket, Brett? And I don't know what it is. It, it looks like a map that he drew. Yeah. It looks like the map from Home Alone, to, my, to be honest. But you don't ever see the contents of the note, but he's disappointed I in guess. it. I guess. I guess. And then he tells this story of his dad. David does. He's like, you know, when I was a kid, we had a dog. And this dog would always, I hated how he phrased this, would always go to the bathroom in the house. Yeah. He peed in the house is what he means. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he did that. And so he was like, so my dad got a pillowcase. And he put the dog in the pillowcase and he threw it in a river. And he was like, you get me? Say that you get me. And he say made, that, yeah. He made him say I understand three or four times. Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. Uh, Which is his thing. David's thing is to find your insecurity and then make you say something to the opposite of it or whatever until you complied with him. Ugh. So after this, uh, Brett goes and runs and finds Kyla, like, as Kyla's on her way back to the room. And he stops her and he's like, look... Like, David is essentially my dad. I used to be like you. I came here. I met David. He changed my life. But there are things that you have to know about David. Um, he, uh, uh, David will enter your life and he'll take over everything. Uh, he will take over your bank account. And then the next thing you know, like, you're completely stuck here. Um, like, I I won't leave, but, like, you have to leave. Like, you have to go. And they're up on this, a, another mountain, because, of course, and David is talking to Kyla, and he's like, like, who told you that you weren't beautiful? Oh, God. Like, you, you shouldn't be afraid of being ugly. Oh, God. But he doesn't Ugh. say it in a, in a positive way. He's like, you are beautiful, which is, like, great, but you're not instilling confidence because you're just telling her that she's beautiful and she's afraid of not being beautiful. You're now giving her external validation, which does not help the problem. No. But also, he's being manipulative and he makes her say, I don't remember what he makes her say, like, I am beautiful or something like that. I'm I'm enough or yeah, something, something, something like, like that. that. Then he jumps off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dawn jumps off with him and is like, oh my god, this is just fucking amazing. Yeah, because there, there's a lake down below. They don't, like, just, you know, jump off a cliff and die like lemurs. There's a, eh. there's a, there's a body of water there. But they're but very close to hitting changing. a rock. Like, they're, they were not in the safe. But it's a baptism of the soul. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, also, so, David is the kind of person that puts his hand around someone's neck when he walks with them. Yes. Which... Wow, if everyone around. could stop fucking doing that. Oh yeah, that's it's literally terrible. It's a it's a method of control. I know. Um so Kyla after this experience just absolutely wants to go home. She doesn't want to stay. Um she confronts her mom about it and her mom's just like, "Look, if you feel this way tomorrow, we'll go. I'll go with you. It's no big deal, but I think you're overreacting because you're being challenged in ways that you need to grow." Uh, so, obviously, her mom has, like, totally drank the Kool-Aid. Oh. Uh, Dawn goes to David about everything, and he's telling Dawn to just let Kyla go, because Kyla needs to grow up, and Dawn needs to stay at the resort with David, um, which is... she's his mommy. All sorts of fucked up. 
They kiss, of course. Uh, Dawn is into it, though. Like, Dawn's been vibing on David for a while. David, you can tell during this kiss, isn't into the kiss. He's into manipulating Dawn to stay. He does not care. But there wouldn't probably be a romance uh, after the fact. No, I think it's just a he method seems, of control. Yeah, like, narcissistic with no empathy. Yeah. Or, like, emotions towards others. Um, also, I think before that happens, Kyla finds a dead body, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, I think, I, I think so, yeah. I, I forgot the timeline. But because nothing really comes of it, yeah, it doesn't matter. She finds a dead body in the woods. Yeah. And she's like, hey, everybody, I found a dead body. They're like, oh, weird. And, well, the thing is that no one believes her, like, which is like, why would you not believe a 19-year-old grown woman when she's coming to you saying that she found a dead body? What like, would she if, have seen that you think... Uh, what... Yeah, and Dave is just like, oh, she's just a distressed girl. And it's like, it's not like this has been a distressed, hysterical woman lying throughout her no. stay at the resort. Like, that, this is new behavior. Right. Why, why could this be explained away so easily? But, you know, David. Um, yeah, then they have, they have that conversation. The mom is, like, completely in this delusion. And we were talking about it, like... David is also in the delusion. Like, we oh, don't... Yeah. He doesn't appear to be manipulating people cogni cognitively. Yeah, like, just for their money and just abusing him for that. Like, he, he buys into he his He believes shit. what he's saying. Yeah. Um, and then he kidnaps Kyla and... Because she tries to leave. Yes. She tries to flee. And he kidnaps her. Well, Siddhartha kidnaps her, technically. Um, and... Uh, like, basically, like, she's she leaves her mom's room, runs away, Siddhartha gets her, and Don chases after her, and David catches her, and he's like, what's happened? And she's like, oh, Kyla ran away, like, we need to go find her, and he's like, it's okay, like, I mean, she'll probably come back. Like, it's like, it's like whatever, like, I'm sure she'll come back, it's, yeah. she's fine. She's fine. And if she doesn't come back, like, it's not, like, that far to go she, yeah, back be, to the car. She so. can make it. Yeah, like, I've walked that distance before. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And Don's like, okay. Yeah, you're totally uh, right. I don't really want to leave, so... Yeah. She's so, fine. My lost daughter is not of concern to me. This is where we came up with the line, don't be a David. Don't be a David. <laughs> um... Oh... Then, you know, I don't know, there's a bunch of talk of everyone not really... Oh, my God. Another one. Oh, no. Oh, God. Um, I'll just start breathing. Not really now. caring about Kyla leaving, not really caring that she's gone. Dawn eventually gets so nervous and starts to kind of see that things aren't right. Yeah. So she, quote-unquote, goes for a jog in her sandals and jeans Mm -hmm. Um, and David shows up with the van and is like, what are you doing? You're wearing sandals. Yeah. And she's like, I wish what she have said, what she would have said would be, you wore white jeans when we hugged, hiked up the cliff. Right. Jesus. God damn. But anyway, she gets back in the van because she's scared of him. Um, and he, oh yeah, he like talks to her about finding yourself and he's like, you are not defined by being a mom. Or an ex-wife. Or your career. You can't be controlled by those labels. No. You gotta, you like, gotta let those labels go. Okay. 
Um, but she still is a mom. Which, like, like, yeah, you know, like, sure. Like, don't hold on to labels in your life, but if someone is telling you to get rid of everything in your life that matters to you, maybe, maybe I don't. Know, don't. don't. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't know. Just saying. Like, I know that these people are manipulative, and these people go after your weaknesses, and so, like, it's a lot easier said than done, but if everything you value in your life is being told by someone else to be let go, question it. Maybe don't. Maybe don't fucking do it. Then I wrote that they kill Siddhartha, but I honestly don't even remember that at this point. Yeah, so, I can't remember how it went, but I think... The mom ran off again uh, after they took her back to the thing, but she ran off this oh, time with, she ra- with yeah, a bow and she arrow. Ra- she-, <laughs> she got a she got a giant. She got the bow and arrow bow when and she arrow. when she threw like uh, shot her goal. Yeah, didn't make it. No, it just went T- terrible past ar- the tree. Yeah, terrible archer. Uh, so... But that's the weapon she chose. That's, that's the only thing she chose to take with her. So she... Oh, that's right. She, and Siddhartha chases her. Yeah, because she's running to go get her daughter. And she so, flips him Yeah, because she is the athletic yoga, uh, lady. So she does, like, an athletic, like, yoga move and throws him she off She does cliff. a WWE move. Like, I mean... She literally flips sick. him over a cliff. Like, more, more women beating people up, please, Lifetime. So then she uh, goes and gets her daughter. She unties her daughter. Her daughter's being held in a barn. Uh, <laughs> Which, why is there a barn there? No fucking idea. There's no animals. Oh, so she's tied to a pole in the barn and with a big blinding light that's uh, repetitively flashing at her, like a strobe, and with a tape that's being played, yeah. uh, like breaking her down. Yeah, it's a like tape of David saying things like, you're nothing. <laughs> You're worth nothing. You're worthless. You're ugly. Find like, yourself. Yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it would literally be my torture. Like, I understand why Kyla it's is, my, is it's in a, tears and Like, mind down. control sort of thing. Yeah, and, I mean, and it's not like a bullshit thing. Like, that is literally a mind control yeah. torture device. It So, cool on Lifetime for not making up some weird bullshit, but, you know, still. So, mom unties daughter. But who shows up? David. Good old um, David James. Kyla, being the badass bitch that she is, takes the bow and arrow from her mom, fires a shot, and hits David right through the fucking shoulder. Okay. She hits him in the fucking shoulder. Yeah. And he pulls it out through the front. Like a fucking Terminator. Like, literally not the way you're supposed to pull you it out. You would bleed out Yeah, you're so literally hard. causing three times as much damage pulling Holy an arrow out like shit. that. Holy shit. Like, break off the end and yes. push it through. Oh my god, yes. So, after he pulls out the whole arrow from his body. And is fine. And, and, and is fine. He then breaks it in half and holds uh, Dawn hostage with it, which is a bizarre thing it's, to do. I mean, um, I mean he could have just grabbed her. Like, there's why, so many fucking whatever. options. So, uh, Dawn tells Kyla to run and get help. So, Kyla is, books it. Is this also when David's like, you're making me do this? Oh, yeah, of course. Because every guy in Lifetime says that. The, yeah, this is like the most manipulative that he is, where he's like, yeah. I didn't want to do this. Like, you could have just stayed and I wouldn't have to do this. This is your fault that this is happening. Like, just a abuser 101. Yeah. It's bullshit. Um so okay. So, Kyla then f- f- listens to her mom, runs away, 
it is dark now. All of a sudden, we are back at the beginning. A woman carrying a bow and arrow runs out into the road. The car swerves, pulls over. Oh, the girl's Kyla. Okay, he puts her in the car. Okay, there's there's a speeding chase. Okay, then the van crash happens. And then, um, really started getting really, really bad, so I, uh, wasn't able to write down the ending. Well, it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is that at some point, uh, Kyle is in front of David, and he, you know, he's, like, saying all this bullshit to her, and she says, I am everything, and shoots him one final time, and he dies instantly. Perfect. So, the, the last affirmation of the movie was not annoying. No. Was empowering. And used it to kill a shitty dude. So, I mean, the problem for me was, is that there was just, like, ten endings to this. And there was just so many mantras that I didn't need to hear. Yeah. Like, I get it. This is a shitty self-help guru. Yes, I get it. Like, but... They did do a really good job of getting you into the feeling of how abusive he was. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, like... Like, it was uncomfortable at parts, because he, they really, like, went through the scene of him being like, I need you to say it again. And he's, yeah. like, talking into their mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, he was fucking creepy. It was awful. Yeah, and I think it's a good way of showing, um, like, non-physical, like, manipulation. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, like, especially when, when there are people out there that are maybe, like, looking to you know, explore spiritual experience or explore, um, I don't know, just maybe they have difficult things going on in their lives and they're looking to tackle it in a different way. And then how someone who, uh, doesn't have their best interests at heart right. can manipulate people that are, that are looking. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a really terrible thing, but it's something that has literally happened Thousands of times over. I want to say most organized religion, for me, unfortunately, falls into that category. I am a big proponent of personal faith. I respect everyone's personal faith. I do think that organized religion um, can, unfortunately, uh, present negatively if um, the wrong people are running it. Um, But that's the case with anything. Yeah, but that's the case with a lot of organized things. who gets a taste of power that's the wrong person is going to use it poorly Mm -hmm. um and i just like my biggest problem and like why i've shied away from these sorts of experiences is one like there's no talk of how this doesn't apply to someone who isn't white or like how it could be different for someone else's experience that doesn't have privilege yeah and two like yeah there's just like so much opportunity for manipulation and Um, it's, I think that a lot of people don't, if they've never experienced it, like, don't understand how manipulative words can be, and they're like, well, why wouldn't you just leave? And it's like, this is why. Yeah. Because they get into your fucking psyche, and for a variety of reasons, like, you cannot leave. Yeah. Like, even if it's not even a romantic or sexual or whatever relationship, like, you can't even leave the cult because you are just so fucking in it. Yeah, absolutely. And they keep you in it with manipulation that's really subtle mm-hmm. if you've never experienced it and you've never, like, been outside of it yeah. as well. Because power dynamics, like, do exist. Mm-hmm. Like, we 
like have really built a society surrounding them uh with our friendships and our relationships and our work and so like we as humans are very susceptible to nuances and power dynamics like we're susceptible to nuanced relationships like we constantly are like oh i can't believe this person would do that and it's just like you know like it it's actually shocking at how easy it is to have people be affected in that way and instead of maybe necessarily judging people on how it could happen to them, maybe analyze the reasons of why these things are powerful for people. Right. Um, or, like, how you could see it next time. Yeah. Or how you could believe people mm-hmm. um, when they say that someone is manipulating them or abusing them or whatever. Like, we just have... It, it doesn't always present... Like, you could, you could easily meet David... At, like, a coffee shop and be like, oh, that, that dude's nice. Yeah. Wearing a suit and a tie. He seems like a cool dude. Like, well-groomed, well-spoken. And then he does things in private where he's like, I need you to say this one more yeah, time. Yeah, I need to talk in your fucking mouth, <laughs> little girl. If someone's talking into your mouth, yeah, run. bad sign. Yeah, bad, bad sign. sign. Bad sign. Um, <laughs> so, Jill. Yeah. How many fleece blankets you know, okay, did you this movie? I didn't like it. Sure. Uh, it didn't make me feel good. Sure. But I gotta get a little... I'd say four and a half. Like, I feel like they did a really fucking good job at making this super uncomfortable for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm gonna say four and a half fleece blankets. Strong. Um, I'm gonna give it four fleece blankets. Okay. Uh, because I really did not care for this movie, uh, just because it wasn't for me. Uh, but... I really like the conversation that it drew. Yeah. And I also have to think about Lifetime's regular viewers. Right. Who might be pretty susceptible to dudes like David. And I thought that was very, like, self-aware of Lifetime to, like, make a movie of a guy I feel like they would host on a show on their network. You know, like, he totally had, like, a Tony Robbins vibe to him. Um, but I am detracting one full fleece blanket for having a character whose name was spelled K-A-Y-L-A, which is Kayla, my name, Kayla, and pronouncing it Kyla. Why? Why? Why you gotta be like that, motherfuckers? Why? If you have an answer, please fucking email us, because I don't fucking know. Do it. And if it's anything about the nuances of pronunciation, you can already go fuck yourself right now. Fuck yourself. Yeah, because I, yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. So, yeah, wrong lady to email about that bullshit. So, find, find another motherfucker. Okay, well, (sighs) that was that. That was it. I don't know what we're watching next. We never do. But we're going to hate it. Always. But maybe still we'll give it four fleece blankets. <laughs> or maybe five if I'm drunk enough. I'm already fairly yeah. drunk. Here we so. go. Anyway, thanks for listening to us. Thanks, guys. I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are... I, I Wanna, wanna wear, wear Your Skin! skin. Bye! Bye.